Cleveland Browns have wrapped up the 2023-2024 season. To recap the 11-6 season in the playoff berth and also everything that happened in the wild card game against the Houston Texans, we're going to hear from seven players and from head coach Kevin Stefanski. Starting the day in the locker room was all-pro guard Joel Batonio. He talked about how his ankle's feeling after getting injured against the Texans and how the O-line battled through injuries this whole season. What's the state of the ankle? Not great. Um, you know, it's high ankle sprain. Um, pretty good one. So didn't feel good this morning when I woke up uh, to go to the bathroom. But um, I got a lot of time now, so I'll be able to, to get it right, you know, fix my body and be ready to roll when the time comes. Joe, I know it's still less than 24 hours since the game ended. How are you processing this? What are your, kind of what are your takeaways from the season? Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough way to finish. You know, I, I give all the credit to Houston. They came out and, and played great, and um, you know did a good job against us. But we didn't want to end that way. Um, you know, and honestly, we thought we were you know coming in half like defense get a stop, we get the ball back, we go score, and you know the pick six happened twice, and then he went for it on fourth down and they get it. So like in a kind of a six minute span, kind of game got out of reach for us there. Um, but I. Obviously, the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl, but I don't think it diminishes what these guys did, you know, being resilient this year, coming together. I think the culture of this team and where we're at um, as a group of men that just, like, like being around each other and, um, you know, want to win for the city of Cleveland. Like, it's never been higher since I've been here. So I think that the future of that is uh, is something to look, look forward to. Joe, how difficult is that to replicate, though, because – you know, there are going to be new faces yeah. in here. It's not going to be the, the same group next year. How, how do you try to at least replicate that if possible? Yeah, I think you keep the structure here, obviously. You know, Andrew Barry, Coach Stefanski. Um, and I think the the main core of guys is going to be back. And I think those guys carry on the culture. But um, I think we learned, you know, like what it takes to be resilient. And obviously, like you said, each year is different. But I think the main core is going to be back, and the main core can carry that over and, and be like, hey, this is what we went through. Like, Hopefully we don't have to go through anything like that again, but this is what we went through last year. We had 11 wins. We made the playoffs. Um, and, you know, hopefully that's our, our floor now is, you know, a playoff team that has a chance to win a division and host a, host a playoff game, you know, in the future. Joel, for you individually, I mean, this year, I know you're always banged up as an offensive lineman, but the knee, the back, the ankle now, like, was there any frustration for you with the – the injuries this year and just having to deal with all that? Yeah, it was honestly very frustrating for me this year. I uh, I came into the year and I felt great. Um, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling old. Year 10, like, you know, best year yet. And, you know, from the jump, my knee just, like, wasn't there. And obviously I had to get the surgery coming back from that. It didn't allow me to train, you know, practice the way I wanted to. And I think that kind of just, like, snowballs into the back, the oblique, the ankle. I mean, the ankle's freak I got rolled up on, but – you know, all those other things kind of kind of add together, and it's it's something you you don't want. You don't want injuries. You don't want to be there. And and I have high standards for myself. You know what I mean? And I want to live up to those standards. I want it for my teammates, for for the coaching staff, and and things like that. And being hurt this year um, definitely took its toll. Right, cool. Joe, you, you know, know how uh, how many coaches have come through here over the years? Uh, you played for a lot of them too yourself. Uh, what can you say about the job that, that Kevin did? In- uh, how do you feel like this regime uh, is going to be going forward and, and the stability it seems like you guys now have there? Yeah, I think uh, Coach Fancy's built a culture here. Um, 
it's a resilient. I mean, we talk about you know smart, tough, accountable, resilient team. Um, I probably says that every day, you know, and, and that's something we focus on. Um, and I think he's built that, and I think Andrew Barry's built that with the guys he's brought in, the people he's brought in. You know, revamping the D line this year with the guys that he brought in, I think tremendously changed the culture on that side of the ball, and, and you know, for the team. But um, I do think we've built something, and, and like I said, I hope it's the start of hey. This is what we do. This is the minimum. You go to the playoffs every year, and, and hopefully there's more to come from that. Hey, Joe, after 10 years and dealing with all the stuff you dealt with this year, you just plan to come back next year? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to play, and I want to um, I want to show I can still play at a, a very elite level. You know, like, honestly, to myself and to, to my teammates, like, hey, it, you know, I still feel like I played well this year, but I think there's always more, and they always want to push yourself to, to – um, you know, be at the top of your game, and I, I still feel good. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this offseason to to get my body right. But um, yeah, I, I plan to plan to be back. How much do you, how much do you think those everything affected your play? Right, all those injuries dealing with Yeah, I mean, I mean the hard, high level. But. The hardest part for me was just not being able to train, like lift, practice. Like with the knee injury, you know, it's almost like you're taking a month off from lifting. You know, you come back and it's like, oh, it feels pretty good, but then you go into a game and it's like, dang, I got to take this week off to get back to the game. So I think it was just like the little things, and then. That adds to towards the end of the season, you're, you're, you know, you're back, you're oblique, like all those things. Where it's like, oh, maybe if I would have been able to lift more earlier in the year or practice more, um, those things add up. So it definitely affected it. Um, and like you said, you want to be out there with your teammates. You know, I wanted to be out there yesterday. It would have been a lot cooler if we would have won the game. But um, you know, I wanted to be out there with the guys and and compete with them. Joe, you, know, you guys snubbed for the uh, for the first team All Pro this year after making it the previous two years. Disappointed to not be on there this year. Um, yeah, I, I think it's you know for O linemen, you know it's kind of like we don't really get too many stats, so it's, it's one of the cool things. Um, I think there's a, you know, Thune is a good left, great left guard in this league, and he's been for, you know, eight or nine years, however long he's played. Um, Tyler Smith is is uh, a young up and coming player who's great. Quinn Nelson, like there's a lot of good left guards. So, you know, I, I was hurt this year. I played 15 games. You know what I mean? I thought we we did a good job as an O line with all the stuff that happened around us but there's a lot of good left guards in this league so um if anything it just drives us you know we'll, we'll have to try and uh try and get it back next year are you surprised it seemed like the texans attacked you guys differently defensively yesterday from that first game uh, did that caught you guys off guard a little bit um you know i can't speak to like the coverages you know that that we face because i'm not really dealing with that i thought their front was Pretty similar. Maybe they blitz a little bit more than they did in the first game. Um, I think he just made bigger plays and bigger moments. You know, those pick sixes like were were, were very tough for us to recover from. But uh, they did a great job. They they kicked our butt yesterday pretty good, and it kind of sucks uh, in the season on that note. Um, overcoming the injuries is a theme for you guys this season. You know, I know you guys did a great job with that, but. With so many key guys that you lost, how much hope do you put in getting those guys back? Yeah, um, you know, I was I was watching the uh, when we were about to play Cincinnati. I was watching the first Cincinnati game, and we were pretty healthy at that point in the season. And I was like, Nick Chubb's pretty dang good at football. You know, he saw some of the runs he did. Deshaun was making plays with his legs. Um, you know, Jack and Jed were healthy, and I was like, this is a whole different team. You know, I was watching from week one to week eighteen. Um, and to see those guys already putting in the work, like this, like this season, like in the training room and, and what they've done, um, 
it inspires me because I, I know those guys are, are coming back. And um, I told Nick, I was like, I want to be out there blocking for you again because I, I, I miss you and I, I appreciate everything he's doing to, to try and get back on the field. Joe, when you look at the O-line as a whole, and just obviously the injury you dealt with, what just most impressed you about what you guys did as a yeah, we had, we had a lot of different um, guys have to step up for us. You know, I think Coach Callahan, Coach Peters, John DeCoster, um, all did a great job of, of getting guys ready to play. Um, you know, we thought we had a strong starting five that was coming back, and then obviously from day one injuries, you know, uh, hurt us. I think DeWan stepped up and, and showed that he can be a starting tackle in this league as well. Um, and then Dunny, like always, came in ready when he needed to. Nick Harris. Um, and then obviously he kept moving down to James and – and uh, G and, and all these guys had to step in and, and make plays for us. Um, but to do that and to, to still win 11 games and, and help protect, you know, all four or five quarterbacks that we had this year, I think it, it's a testament to the guys. They put in the work in practice and training camp to, uh, to, you know, be ready to go when they have a chance. You know, what do you feel like the outlook is with Deshaun as your starting quarterback coming back next year? I think it's good. Um, you know, it's – it's he was another one that – Every time it felt like we were taking a step, he got banged up or hurt. Um, you know, we beat Baltimore, Baltimore at Baltimore with Deshaun. Um, they have a chance. You know, they're still playing. They're playing next week in the division game. Uh, you know, the Titans game, the Cardinals game. Like, I'm pretty sure he was 4-1, and one, you know, as a starter this year. Um, with our defense, if they played at the level we know and expect them to play to, like, I feel very confident with uh, Deshaun coming back and, and being our quarterback. Oh, I just, uh, a couple weeks ago, it got messed up. So I'm trying to make it so it doesn't get stuck like that. So I just wear this thing. You talked all year about the camaraderie and the, the morale that this team has, has been able to encase. I know it's probably a little early to say, but how do you see those bonds you guys built throughout this year translating through the off season as you guys try to bounce back on this one? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been cool. I mean, when you can be together, like, I just look at David, and I know everybody's talked about David, but, like, when he first came in, he was, like, a 20-year-old kid from Miami, um, and you're like, oh, man, does this guy want to be here and stuff? And now he's been here probably, what, six or seven years now, you know? And it's, like, grown into, like, one of my favorite guys to be around, you know what I mean? So, like, you just build these bonds, and I think winning helps everything. You know, you talk about a culture and stuff, and it's, like, the winning obviously helps that stuff. But, um, you know, there's going to be guys that are here that are that are working, that are pushing each other, and, and, you know, pretty much anywhere you go in the country, you have someone that – uh, that you played with that that's gonna let you stay at their house or, or uh, go get a go get a meal with. Joel, you've been here ten years, one of the senior members of this team. Um, I'm sure you have a ton of memories just from previous seasons. What would be maybe the lasting memory, the thing that stands out the most about the 2023 season to you? I think I mean the resilience. Uh, if you're talking about like a specific moment, I think the last drive against the Ravens when. Uh, when we drove down and, and won the game and that kind of we pushed the pile you know as a group on offense we always talk about being connected I think that was a that was an awesome moment for our team and I think that was a step where we said like hey we can play with anybody you know we have, we have the right guys in here um but lots of memories uh you know Flacco being here and, and the magic he had was something I'll never forget either so it was it was it was a great year ended on a very sour note for us but uh you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to be here and, and hopefully continue the, the winning ways. Joel, you've, you've talked about, you mentioned earlier that you think this could be the floor. Is this the most optimistic you felt coming out of the season? Yeah. Um, you know, in 2020, when we made the playoffs, I was, it was the first time I made the playoffs, so I wasn't 
quite sure, but I, I was confident that we could get back. And then obviously I kind of fell apart a little bit there. But I think we have the right the right guys in here, the right culture right now. Um, the camaraderie with the, the room uh, is good. So I am confident in, in this group and their ability to uh, to get back to uh, the level we want to next year. You mentioned Flacco. Could, could you envision Joe coming back? Would you like to see him come back? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. You know what I mean? I, I know Joe, he's getting older. You know, he's five kids now. But I'm sure we'd welcome him back with, with open arms. Um, he's a great locker room guy. We, we enjoyed having him here. Um, and he's someone that... You know, you have those guys on the roster that are those kind of blue guys, and I think he'd be one of those guys if he, he did come back. How do you replicate what you had this year as a team, and how do you carry that over? Yeah, you just you just keep bringing in the right guys. You know, it, it sucks because the NFL, you're probably going to have like a 20-guy 20 20 turnaround, you know, no matter what you do. Um, but you want to bring in the right guys. You want to, you know, focus on some of those intangibles. But I, I'm, I, I think the core is here. And when you start from the top down, um, ownership to Andrew Barry to Coach Stefanski to the coaches to the players, like everybody's connected right now and everybody has that same vision. Um, and I think that helps helps out the most. Quarterback Denzel Ward was up next. He talked about how Jim Schwartz has helped him grow as a player and what happened to the defense when they went on the road this season as opposed to playing at home. I know it's, you know, it's, the wound's still fresh and everything, but have you had given yourself any opportunity to sort of step back and try to assess what you guys, the journey you guys went through over the last four, six months? Yes, uh, definitely, definitely had a great season, uh, regular season, and could definitely uh, find a lot, lot good to come out of that. And um, so, just a definitely a lot to be thankful for and grateful for the guys played with this season, the coaches, and what we were able to accomplish uh, during the regular season. Denzel, how do you set aside the bitter taste of what happened yesterday mm -hmm. and balance that with recognizing what? you guys collectively were able to accomplish in spite of all the adversity that you faced and all the mm -hmm. teammates that you lost? Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. But um, like I said, we, we definitely had a great season. Um, so definitely don't want to look past that and all that we were able to accomplish. Um, we weren't able to execute on our uh, goals in the postseason and uh, make it as far as we would have liked. But um, like I said, definitely a lot to be thankful for. And uh, guys play uh, – I did a heck of a job during the regular season. Denzel, where do you guys go from here? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's the off season, so now just got to uh, go away, recalibrate, uh, get our bodies back right, uh, get ready to come back and be better uh, for this next season. What, what gives you optimism that uh, you guys can make the playoffs again and yeah. then you know, make some kind of run once yeah. you get there? I mean, we got a special team. I mean, we didn't, we didn't did a lot with a lot of guys being hurt, a lot of guys being out. And um, making it as far as we did, I mean, we were pushing through adversity all season, all year. And um, I said we didn't, we weren't able to execute on our goals uh, in the postseason that we wanted to. But um, we got a lot of hope for the future and uh, what we're capable of and uh, guys we're going to be getting back. This, uh, this defense was dominant when you guys were at home. Mm -hmm. It was good on the road, but there was a clear split mm -hmm. when you guys were on the road. What do you make of that? How can you resolve it? Um, how can you be the same defense no matter where you play? Yeah, we just got to, um, like I said, just get away for the offseason and um, just get better throughout the offseason. We'll get back with the team, find a way to recalibrate, rejuice up, and um, find a way to be better on the road as well and um, take the home field advantage mentality uh, to away teams as well. And so every year is its own individual story here. 
You guys were such a close knit team mm -hmm. in this locker room. It's probably one of the closest I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do you replicate that next year? How do you carry the culture that you had this mm -hmm. year? Going yeah, I, th I think we did a good job of setting that foundation, and um, like I said, we're we're a very close knit group and very tight. So I mean, we're still gonna be hanging out and being with each other during the off season and and working out together and, and training and everything. So uh, just once we get back, I think still having that uh, foundation and setting that routine and uh, being with one another and just working towards that goal of getting to the postseason and uh, making a difference. Do you think it's possible for Flacco and Austin to work together? Definitely. I definitely think so. I mean, I, I definitely uh, enjoy both of those guys on the team. They're both uh, highly capable of winning games for us and uh, just being a difference for, on this team for us. So when you look at the corners, how do you assess how you guys play this season? You said the corners? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like, just as a unit, what you guys are yeah, I think we're a special group of corners. I mean, we we had a great season. I, f I feel we finished uh, number one, but um, I think the biggest thing. I mean, we wanted to be number one in the postseason, and I mean, we, we weren't able to get the win yesterday. But uh, just focusing on the regular season, I think we did a great job in, in helping our team get wins and, and locking our guys down all season. That's a, a big credit to um, MJ and and Greg and Cam, all those guys. Um, they did a great job playing this year. Uh, play hard for us and uh, help us get wins and get to the playoffs. The camaraderie aspect, not only as a team, but you guys specifically as a unit, mm -hmm. how important was that throughout the season? And that was huge. I think that was a big part of why we made it as far as we did, just how close we were and able to uh, push forward with one another. We were playing with for one another. And um, so I think that's going to be big once we get back and being able to, to build upon uh, the foundation that we already set. Denzel, I'm sure you can probably already answer this, but yesterday, what do you think happened in, in the first half, mm -hmm. you guys did look back, remember? Yeah, yeah, we did it. I mean, I still got to go back and watch the film, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that uh, we showed up and played our best ball uh, yesterday. So, I mean, it's a big credit to the guys on the other side of Houston. They played a great game, did a good job in uh, getting a victory over us. They won that game and was able to move on. So we got to find a way to come back and be better and see how we could uh, advance next time in the playoffs. Do you think that kind of experience was needed for, for you or some of the other Monsignor for on this team who lack experience? Yeah, I definitely believe so. I mean, I think it was a great opportunity to have that experience for a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that haven't been in the playoffs yet and just see what the atmosphere was like and everything. So uh, moving on for the future, just to know what to expect and uh, be better next time. How do you move on from this after having such a special season mm -hmm. to lose like that probably hurt? Yeah, it's, it's tough. I'm still trying to figure out how to how to move on from it. I mean, I said we, we um, definitely didn't want to be at this this point. Wanted to move ahead uh, in the playoffs, and um, but don't want to discredit what we're capable of able to do during the regular season. Guys did a great job, but um, just got to find a way to be better uh, next season and find a way to uh, be able to advance. So if you look back on the season and how good the defense was, just can you put in perspective? The impact that Jim Schwartz had really from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Changes in defense. It seemed like you guys were playing with a lot more confidence and just more free, and you're able to kind of do some good things. So just put in perspective, I guess, his impact on, on the defense, but also mm -hmm. on you guys' success this year. Yeah, impact is huge. I mean, like I say all the time, I can't say enough great things about Coach Schwartz. Uh, he's done a lot. Just uh, he helped build the camaraderie on this team and helped us grow, uh, changed our defense into and, and being the number one defense in the, in the NFL. So. I mean, he's a great coach, and, um, and he, he's done a lot for us. Done a lot for myself, 
and uh, what we were able to do this year. So looking forward to continue to work with him, and uh, he's a great coach. Okay, so what was, did he, like, while the game's gone on or even after the game, what was Jim trying to say to you guys when stuff wasn't going right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, did, did he, was he able to point out why it wasn't working like it had been working? I mean, the main focus was we just got to be ourselves. We got to be ourselves, go out there and play. And like I said, I don't feel that um, we showed up yesterday. We didn't show up yesterday and, and capitalize on what we were supposed to do. And we didn't execute. So, like I said, we got to go back, watch the film, and see how we could be better and uh, avoid that for the next time we're in the playoffs. Were you limited a lot? You, know, you got banged up right before the game there, mm -hmm. uh, that last practice. I mean, were you affected yesterday by that at all? No, nah, no, nah, I was good. I was good. If I'm out there, I'm good. So, I was fine. Uh, focus was on, just on trying to be the best I can for my team and help them out as best as I can. And um, I was good. Yeah, I was all right. You have, a, you have an event coming up in February, your foundation. Mm -hmm. Why is it so important for you to do this fitness health uh, expo that also involves health? Mm -hmm. Could you explain why is it so important for you to do an event like this? Because I think I know I went to the one last year, but you're having this annually. Why is it so important for you to do this? Yeah, it's a, a heart health. So I have a heart health foundation. And um, just uh, being in the city of Cleveland, being from Cleveland, uh, I just like to do events with my family and foundation uh, just to build awareness for heart health and just find fun ways to do that. And uh, so it's, it's an event where people come out, work out, have fun. There'll be a station set up where you can learn about how to do CPR and using the AED kits and things like that. So um, it's just a fun way to kind of build heart health awareness and um, just something fun for the city. If uh, you could have done it over again, should guys have played that last game today? Have any impact at all? Stunting the momentum of the season. Uh, say that one more time. Playing the last game in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. If you had to do it over again, should guys have played? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, uh, all our focus was on uh, the playoffs. I don't think guys necessarily needed to play that didn't have to play. I don't think it had any effect on our next game. I feel we were prepared. Uh, going into uh, this Houston game, but Houston, they were the better team yesterday, and uh, they found a way to, to beat us, and we just got to come back better. Do you think that as you yeah, no question. CJ, he's a phenomenal quarterback, phenomenal player. He's going to be a top five quarterback. Uh, in this league, he's been showing that uh, since already as a rookie. So, um, uh, congrats to him on again the victory and moving on in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, he's definitely going to be a, a problem in the future and a guy that um, is going to be tough to uh, play against. Up next was linebacker Jeremiah Owusu Koromo. He talked about his future in Cleveland, if he'd be willing to sign an extension, and also what happened on some of the big plays the Texans had. Just, I didn't Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is painful a bit, you know, when you put in so much work and uh, so much is at stake, you know, so many people involved, the organization, the city, the team, uh, us as individuals and the way that we've worked. So it definitely is painful, but again, you have to, uh, you know, take an evaluation, take an audit of, of what uh, the season has made and, and what that game has made and, and, and learn from those mistakes. Did they take, advantage, those things. Did they take advantage of aggressiveness and pursuit on some of those touchdowns, like the, you know, the, the, uh, the fake pitch back the other way, the, uh, you know, the, the, the touchdown.
touchdown dump off to the tight end. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they necessarily took advantage of the aggressiveness that we um, have. For me, I, I do believe that it was more so just making our responsibilities um, and being specific with those things that we're supposed to do. You know, I, I gave up one when I didn't look up the tight end or, you know, you have some people that, you know, may have made some mistakes in the back end, right? I think that it comes down to just doing our responsibility and just being patient with our, our, our jobs and make sure that we fulfill those. So the 76-yard touchdown, you're supposed to stick with the tight end on that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a combination of a lot of things, yeah. but yeah, yeah, like, I think we all have to um, own those mistakes and the things that we do to make sure the defense just, you know, does our job. You had a uh, terrific season. You're going to be extension eligible. You know, what are your thoughts about remaining a, a key piece of this young core going forward here? Yeah, I mean, I love Cleveland. You know, I'm not a, a super party guy, so, you know, <laughs> you know, Cleveland is just the spot for me. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, I think a lot of the, the things come down to, you know, what the front office wants to do. Um, of course, you know, uh, you know, I'm in my third year, so I'm not sure how much uh, <laughs> you know leverage I do have at, at this point. But um, I'll just be looking to see what, um, you know, the front office thinks and then, um, Try to get whatever. I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> it's hard to. I would say that it's hard to when you know this whole year it's been us. You know, it's been us against the other teams. It's been us against the world. It's been us against the league. Um, it's hard to take an individual, um, you know, praise, and, and it's, it's, it's very hard to, you know. Um, for me, I, I go back and look at that, which I, I should have did better. Uh, I apologize to the coaches. I apologize to the teammates. Uh, just because I think I, I could have did, you know, more myself. So again, uh, I think it comes back to that and just being accountable and, and you know, saying, hey, look, no matter what. Uh, we did individually as a team. You know, we came into this other team. We leave out as a team. So. I mean, yeah, I think it was a combination of a lot of things. Uh, first and foremost, you know, you put it in a scheme that allows a player to, to get vertical. You, uh, you know, have the players in front, you know, I know the defensive line didn't necessarily get any sacks or anything, but if you look, you know, they, they, they did keep those double teams uh, pretty well for us to get vertical, so I give credit to them. And, and I mean, Coach Tarver did a great job preparing us as, as linebackers to be able to do those things, uh, specifically in those positions that I was in. So, uh, you know, it's, it's credits to, you know, the coaches, you know, my teammates, but also, you know, um, a lot of the stuff that, that you know, they, they, they keyed in on and, and some of the patience things that um, you can see, you know, from the position that I was in. The uh, theme in the locker room last night was we took a bad day to have a bad day. Coach started that right off the bat. Yeah. Some players did. I mean, upon further reflection, do you know where that bad day originated from at all? Well, I think the bad day really originates from the nature of football. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't have the necessarily um, – those days that you might, and sometimes you may come out still on top. But for us, you know, that was one of the bad days that um, we didn't come out on top. So I think that 
again, it, it originates with the nature of football. Some days you, you have great days, some days you don't. Some days you execute, some days you don't. I mean, the battle is to see how much you can stay consistent with that um, and, and overcoming that. So, looking back, was any momentum lost by not playing some I don't know. I saw a lot of comments. I usually don't look at the Twitter stuff, but I, um, I was on a little safari thing and I saw like a notification popped up and it was talking about the Cincinnati stuff. I don't think so. I mean, I think that coach uh, made a great decision by allowing us to rest a bit. Um, a lot of players came out healthy, some didn't, but I think that coach did a great job and a great decision on uh, wrestling. Specifically, Jeremy, what happened on that? The long pass to the tight end. Where was, where was the breakdown? Yeah, I think it was a combination of things. Um, whether it was uh, my eyes, you know, uh, we got to execute on the on the on the tackling part, you know. So I mean, I think you know I, I, I'll you know be the first to take the credit on my side to say, hey, look, I, you know, I should have did better on that play, and I should have kept my eyes on that man and followed him. So. Jeremiah, it's been a long time since it's been such a positive culture here. You guys have established it for brotherhood. How do you sustain that when you have so much turnover in the NFL locker room? Man, I, I was thinking about that yesterday, too, just trying to reflect more on, you know, sometimes, you know, a, a loss like that can deprive, you know, the entire season. I mean, I was trying not to let that, you know, get, get a hold of me, even though, you know, I probably want to sleep at like 4 a.m., you know, like, just still thinking about it. And at the end of the day, I think that, you know, culture originates with intentionality. And since the, the you know, the offseason, we had that intentionality and that, you know, and to be honest, it's not just the intentionality. It's, it's about the organization of it, too, like putting guys in the right position, making sure that uh, the personnel is right, making sure that, you know, we have guys to, uh, be the anchor, but also to do, you know, be the roles. You know, it's it's so much to a football organization that that creates culture. Um, but all in all, I think that we were very intentional and we organized well. So, how do you transition that now into the offseason season to keep that culture, that sort of mentality you guys have had together going, even though you're not going to be around each other as much and every day like you have been? Yeah, I think I think when culture is instilled, it, it allows you to continue to to be a certain way. I think culture is actually what sustains, you know, the, the society as we, as we see it itself, right? Once the culture is established, you know, people act a certain way, they, they live by a certain moral code, a certain standard, and are able to continue to um, be in that same mindset. And I think overall, you know, even though we're on off-season, uh, the culture still lives within us because all in all, where is the culture? The culture is not out there, right? The culture is inside of all of us as individuals and as players. How do you think... Um, this defense takes the next step. What is going to be the key? Yeah, I mean, uh, the next step is just one. The next step is the best step, right? Um, the next step is, concerns fixing those mistakes, right? Fixing the things that we did wrong. And at the end of the day, you know, that's that's why we that's why we are a team. Right. I think a team has a love for every individual that's within that team, and and to correct those mistakes, you know, we had to take an audit. Whether the, you know it's some of the man things we did wrong, some of the zone things we did wrong, uh, some of the pre preparation things we may have did wrong. Right. I think that's the next step is just making sure that we uh, get those things off our resume, as Coach Schwartz would say. Do you think there's anything to you know the lights being brighter or anything like that? Or do you think that I mean? Was it related to the performance yesterday at all? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think it, it. I mean, football is still football. You know, a game is still a game. But at the end of the day, like the playoffs, it does require a certain amount of um, intensity. I don't think that it was the lights that, that shocked us or, or did not. I mean, we have a lot of play.
look who was our starting quarterback, right? I mean, he's, he's been there, done that um, a bunch of times. You know, we've had guys on the defense that have been in the playoffs before, guys that won the Super Bowls already. You know, we had, you know, Juan, Obo. You know, I, I don't think it was the lights. I just think it was a matter of execution. Can you put in or encapsulate and sort of put in perspective just the impact that Jim Schwartz had this year? Obviously, last year's defense had a lot of issues, and he seemed to erase a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, there's, there's a lot of things that contribute to a team's success. Uh, Coach Schwartz, obviously, um, on the defense side, is a huge part of that. And I think for him, like, we have things that are already understood. But for him, even those things that are understood, he makes uh, relevant, right? Whether it's continuously, you know, creating that repetition of, hey, the best players have to be the most hardworking players. Hey, you know, our, you know, our weakest link um, is, should be one of our strongest. So, so I think a lot of the things that uh, he will repeat. Well, up <laughs> yeah, I know AWOC, of course, is a huge part of it. AWOC is a huge part, not only of the defense, but also um, of cutting off my interviews constantly <laughs> this entire year. Um, <laughs> so... At the end of the day, I, I think Coach Schwartz um, is an amazing leader, um, and he's able to, uh, you know, formulate his messages in a way that gets people going. And whether that, you know, is in a practice, in a walkthrough, or in a game, I, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for that um, transpiring amongst our defense and within myself. Next up was cornerback Greg Newsom the second. He talked about his performance this year and what challenges the defense faces heading into next season. Um, I didn't think we played our best game. Um, I didn't think we played our worst game, but uh, we didn't play good enough to win the game. So um, it's just a disappointing loss. Um, you know, from everything we've been through this season to, to end that way is, is uh, frustrating. How do you think you played personally? Uh, I didn't think I played too bad. Um, Could have played better, obviously. There's always in the fix, but um, I don't think I played bad. In terms of Oh, for sure, yeah. We'll, we'll get a chance to definitely see him again in the postseason. Uh, he's unbelievable. Uh, what he was able to do with that franchise and just turn them completely around um, and get to the second round of the playoffs as a rookie is, is unbelievable. So he's definitely someone uh, that we're definitely going to see later on. Greg, how do you reconcile the bitterness from the loss yesterday with what you were able to accomplish as a team in spite of all the teammates you lost and, and all the adversity you faced? Yeah, right now... Um, it's hard to like really uh, focus on the good things right now um, just because we had goals of getting further. So, I mean, right now is obviously we accomplished a lot as a team, but, you know, we fell short of our goal. So um, I think we did a good job with, you know, guys going down and people stepping up and things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we're not going to be that one team, you know, with the trophy at the end. Go ahead, I was just going to say, I mean, knowing that and high expectations you guys have for yourself, does this defense feel like it's unfinished business, I guess, coming out of the season then? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, it's a, you always got to learn from, from things like this. Um, we're, we're definitely going to come into, into next season with, a, with another chip on our shoulder. Um, and I think we, you know, we did a good job this season, but, you know, we didn't show up in the, in the, in the biggest game. So I think we're going to learn from this moment, and um, it's only going to help us in the, in the future. I know we talked about this a lot during the year, but 
how do you account for how dominant you were at home and the, and the struggles on the road? Yeah, I think it's just finding our own energy. Um, I feel like that's the biggest thing. It's, a, it's an energy thing. Uh, so just find ways to build our own energy, create our own energy, um, and just stay in the moment. Uh, I think that I think that's the biggest thing. It's, it's easy at home when, you know, the crowd's on your side. When you go on the road, it's only the men that you travel with and, and the people that come with you. So I think it's just finding our own energy uh, on the road. Was yesterday more about what they were doing schematically against you guys or more about you guys just not being your best? And how do you now correct that? Maybe some things that they put on tape that could be become issues for you guys. How do you correct that going into next season? Yeah, I think it's definitely um, on us. I feel like a, a lot of the plays, um, you know, if, if you really watch the game, a lot of it was eye control, um, a lot of stuff like that. It wasn't really, you know, their scheme just out-schemed us or just just beat us. I just feel like we, we didn't hone in on the little details, and that's what we've been focusing on the whole time. You know, when you get to the playoffs, the margin for, you know, error is, is even slimmer than the regular season. You know, you could lose a game and – Go to the next game and continue to build, but in the playoffs, you you don't you don't have the opportunity to play a bad game or, or have a bad snap. So uh, I think it was definitely um, things that we we can correct. Greg, this locker room was so close knit together, um, which is rare in pro sports, considering how transient things can be. But um, how do you carry that culture forward now? I think when you when you um, lay lay a, a great structure, um, I think it's it's easy. To you know, continue that culture. You know, the the core guys will always be the core guys, pretty much. You know, on the team, obviously it'll be new faces. No, no team ever stays the same. But I feel like, um, you know, those core guys were able to, you know, make a make a, a good locker room. So I think it, it'll be easy to just incorporate people and just teach them our ways. And um, I feel like it won't be hard when you when you build something so strong that we've built. Um, I feel like it'll be hard to tear down. Greg, we talked so much about your role coming into this year. Was it a lot different than it was last year? And how do you think you kind of fit with what Coach Hortz is trying to do? Um, was it a lot different? I would say so, um, just because we played a lot more man. So uh, that's my that's my comfort zone. Um, I think Coach Schwartz did, a, did an unbelievable job and just putting me in positions to succeed, um, just getting around the football a lot more this season, uh, opportunities to play outside, um, opportunities to play inside, opportunities to blitz to get in the run fit. So I think, um, you know, I think Coach Schwartz is an unbelievable coach. I think he's the best defensive coordinator um, to just cater to the guy's talents. Um, and I feel like he did a great job with me this season. Felt less of a linebacker? Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Um, I feel like I was, I mean, a man 95% of the time, so I felt, I felt great. Do you guys feel like you're going to really have to pick up your game even more next season? Because when you look at the lineup of quarterbacks, it's going to be a really, really tough lineup. Joe Burrow is probably going to be healthy this year. You guys don't have to face him at all this year. Uh, so I guess what I'm saying is you guys really all are going to have to dig deep and find something extra, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to us. Um, you know, no matter what quarterback, no matter if we're playing Tom Brady or Joe Montana, at the end of the day, as long as we focus on our, our craft and continue to grow um, as a segment, as a unit, as a team, I feel like we'll be able to accomplish whatever. Uh, we like challenges like that. You know, you see the schedule come out and see the, the quarterbacks that we're going to have to face. And, you know, I think we got the Cowboys. We got a lot of, you know, great quarterbacks. But 
you know, that's that's where legends are made is in, in big moments like that. So um, we definitely don't shy away from the moment. Juan Thornhill was up next. The safety talked about how bad he felt that he was never able to play fully healthy this season and also how the team can bounce back and still be a dominant force next season. It just seemed like I was just hurt all the time, but it was just one injury that was just lingering the whole season. So it was the same calf then same, all year? Yeah, okay. the same calf all year. I just didn't have the time to like let it heal. Even was it? My left calf. Even the one back to the, I mean, the one that would impact you going into the opener? Oh, no. So that one was, that the opener was, um, it was basically like a, uh, we played Kansas City. Yeah. Someone ran into it. Okay. It was just like inflamed, a little strain, nothing yeah. too bad. That's why I came back from that one really fast. Mm-hmm. But I restrained the left one um, and against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then that's where just everything went downhill. I struggled to come back so from it. Well, you, you were not 100% yesterday. Definitely not. Have not been 100% since Baltimore. I know you guys have had such high expectations for this team. I know you had high expectations coming in here. Like, is there a sense of like unfinished business, like you know, collectively or for you personally, just because of the injuries? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, this team, I mean, guys worked their ass off all year. You know, it sucks that we didn't get to get to the top game, but I, I feel like guys will be back next year, like really hungry, because um, guys have that experience now. Guys been in the playoffs and played at the top level, so. Um, guys, that would be back and ready to go. How do you explain the first half of that game yesterday? Then Juan with uh, you know CJ Stroud could have had four touchdown passes. He had three. So I mean, it was it was rough, honestly. Like I told the guys, like um, when you get into the playoffs, there's no room for error, and, and we made a couple mistakes out there. Guys like blowing coverages, and CJ he found them. So the guys are really good quarterback, and um, these other teams they're gonna they're gonna feel him for sure because he's definitely a really good guy. The injury uh, that you know you were back, have you done, done, ever had something in your career like that where it was just sort of festering, sort of lingering? That um, I mean, I tore my ACL my rookie year. Mm. I missed the the playoffs, but I mean that's something you can't really yeah. control. You know, I missed the playoffs, came back, played the rest of that season. Um, but if you really look at my career, I've only had missed one football game. You know, with with the um, calf strain, yeah. like I have missed one football game and that's it. Um, so I'm, I usually don't have like history with injuries and everything. But uh, this year, that one calf was just lingering the whole year. You talk about the hunger that you guys are gonna have next year. For you guys, that the morale, the camaraderie that you guys have built throughout this whole season. How do you see that translating into next year as you try to bounce back from this one? I mean, it's a year one in this defense. Just talking about the defense side, you know. Uh, year one, and we was the best defense. Like, it, it usually it takes time for guys to get used to like playing next to one another, but uh, it seemed like we just clicked right away. So just just imagine us coming back next season with a year under our belt with uh, Coach Schwartz. You know, this is going to be it's going to be scary for these opponents, and, and I feel like with us coming off this loss, guys will be really hungry. And we, I can't wait. Can you guys set aside what happened yesterday and still appreciate? What you guys were able to accomplish collectively as a team, in spite of all the adversity that you faced and, and the volume of teammates that you lost. You know, like it's going to be hard for us to like, you know, to really appreciate the good things that have happened this season, right? Like in this moment, because the game is so fresh. We just lost the game um, yesterday, but coach, he kind of like opened our eyes up about it. You know, he said you got to really take a look back at 
the good things that have happened this season. And there's a lot of good football that happened, you know. Like, despite of all the guys getting injured, we had five quarterbacks this year, if you really look at it. And that's, like, unheard of. Five quarterbacks, guys getting injured, like, every single week with a season and an injury. That's, that's huge, you know. Some teams, you lose one player, your season's over. I mean, we lost multiple, and guys just seem like they never quit. And that shows a lot about this team. And I, like I said, I feel like guys will, will come back next year ready to go. With you um, not healthy in this game and Grant not able to make it back to this game, do you look at that game and think, just, I wonder what would have been different if both of us had been out there healthy? No, I mean, because, I mean, in this league, you know, if you're on the field, you can't make any excuses. Like, so, I mean, I was injured. I made the decision to go out there and play injured. So, you just can't make any excuses for that. Juan, you guys were so tight knit this year. And that's that's unique. That's hard to do. It's even harder to carry that forward. Mm-hmm. So, how do you, I guess, coming from a championship team like Kansas City, how do you make sure that that culture continues to fester in a very positive light and you do carry that forward in an extra? Because it just seems so central to what you guys were about this year. Yeah, you know, like, when I came in here, like, some people really liked what I was doing and some people really hated it, you know? Like, I was, they seemed like I was talking a lot, just saying, like, speaking about the Super Bowl, saying best in the world, things like that. You know, people didn't like it. And then, like I said, some people did. But, like, you have to speak those things into existence, you know? Like, if I'm constantly sitting here talking about the Super Bowl, that's how you make guys believe, you know? If I'm talking about the Super Bowl to these fans, that's how you make people believe. And once you, st- like, you continue to win, like, people start to believe. Like, I started feeling like these fans started to get behind us a little bit more each and every week when we continue to win. So when you have those fans that's behind you, it just makes us want to play so much harder for them. So, um, like, I'm excited about everything, like I said. Like, there's no reason to hang out here. Guys, they, they fought their ass off this year, and I'm excited to get back next year. You know, just going to take some time away from football, you know, let my body heal. And, and I promise, like, I, I'll tell you right now that – Cleveland to get the best version of Juan Thornton next year. Yeah, I was going to ask, just because like you are so big on speaking things into existence, mm-hmm. and I know you talked about being frustrated and admitted that's a thing, so how do you approach the offseason to try to, you know, kind of flush that away, so to speak? You know, like, this past off, last offseason, like, I was, I mean, I was all over the place, you know. Um, wasn't really able to train as hard as I normally did, and I feel like it caught up with me, if I'm being completely honest. Like, um, with that calf strain, like, those things held me out for the rest of the, the majority of the season. Like, wasn't allowing me to play football like I wanted to, but one thing that I'm going to do this offseason for sure is just, like, make sure those things don't happen, you know. You know, get more flexible, just, like, work on speed and things like that. But um, I'm excited. Like, this will... Next year will be so much better for me. I can promise that. Like, I'm going to keep saying it over and over again. Like, I know some people might have been disappointed with my play this year, but it's, I mean, it's fine. Like, I didn't I didn't play to my standard. You know, I know I'm so much better as a player than what I showed this year, but um, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Running back Kareem Hunt was up next. He talked about his future with the Browns and what he thinks we should expect from running back Nick Chubb heading into next year. I have already answered this, but... Um, how do you feel about the outlook with Deshaun coming back from his fractured shoulder next year? Uh, you know, I, I feel good about it. You know, he's training hard, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, I know he's ready to, you know, get back. It's never easy sitting on the sideline and watching and not being out there helping your brother. So uh, I'm excited to see, you know, his comeback story. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's a great, you know, talent, great quarterback.
you think he and Flacco could be teammates? I mean, I hope so. I mean, Flacco's a great quarterback and a great leader, and uh, I feel like Deshaun, you know, he also could probably learn some stuff from him from his, you know, years playing and stuff like that too. So uh, I'm I'm excited. If they can be teammates, uh, that would be really great. You said last night that you were disappointed that you weren't able to bring that championship home to your city. Whether you're here next year or not, is that kind of your – your ultimate hope in the end of it? It's my ultimate hope, no matter no matter what. Even if I'm, you know, playing for another team or anything, I would always, you know, be happy and satisfied if they bring a championship to Cleveland. You know, it's my hometown. Shoot, I'd probably be at the parade cheering them <laughs> on too, like, if, if that was to happen. Like, uh, I wish nothing but the best, you know, for the organization and the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that I got to be a part of this, you know, journey for so long. I saw a picture of Chubb on the sideline yesterday right on the bench during the game. And uh, what was that like when you had two touchdowns and you're in the lead? How excited was he? I mean, I was excited, man. Uh, at that point, we're just trying to find a way to keep the lead and win. You know, I, uh, Chubb's my brother, and, you know, he always wants the best for us, too. And uh, I definitely wanted to win that game. That's all I got to say. I just was you know, amped up. Kareem, based on the, kind of the way you're talking, do, do you feel like this is goodbye or do you think you could come back? I mean, I, I'm not really sure yet, you know, on that situation, but it, God, you know, he put me back here for a reason. Uh, ain't closing no doors or nothing like that, but, uh, you know, I always, you know, consider being in Cleveland, you know, over anything. That's, that's my home. It always will be. Do you think you've certainly showed enough, though, Kareem, that to show the rest of the league that, that you're certainly not done as a player? I mean, I hope so, man. That's that's all on their, you know, point of view, whatever they think. But, uh, you know, I just go out there and, you know, do the best I can with the opportunities I'm given. So, uh, you know, that's that's my biggest thing. So I hope, you know, they realize that I'm, I'm not going nowhere. How much are you counting on Nick coming back and – being Nick Chubb next year? I'm, I'm, I'm counting on it, but uh, I know Nick will be back, and he'll be back better than ever, you know. Like I said, he's one of the best to ever do it, man. And, uh, you know, he, he's rehabbing strong. He's in good spirits. And uh, I know Nick will be, you know, glad to be back on that field. There's nobody, you know, who wants to take the field more than Nick Chubb. So you had five touchdowns, five postseason touchdowns now for the Browns, which ranked second in the history of the franchise. For a guy that grew up rooting for the Browns, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel, you know, great. You know, it's it's something that will always be remembered. You know, you can't take that from me. It's set in stone. But, you know, uh, I wanted, a, you know, a bigger picture. More than I, I can throw them touchdowns away for a dub, I, I, I don't even care if I score two touchdowns and win. <laughs> yeah, because you know how hard it is so than a lot of people you know how hard it is to get back to the playoffs and, and nothing is ever you know can be taken I've been around. here five years and went to the playoffs twice now so like it ain't easy to wrap up the day in the locker room it was linebacker anthony walker jr he talked about his time in cleveland and how great the locker room chemistry was this season uh, well, frustrating. you know just the way that work works out sometimes um yeah can't 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 sit here and you know just sit here and let it affect you going into off season. Um, just hope to be healthy. Uh, 
you know, really, really soon here fast and be ready to get some real training in and get my body back to, you know, what I know it could be. And that's your expectation that it'll heal pretty quick yeah. and be able to do what you need to do. Yeah, no doubt. That's the, and like I said, this is a different surgery than, you know, what I went through last year. And, you know, we were, you're repairing damage last year and this year, you know, it's a whole different thing. So, uh, like I said, hopefully, you know, get back and, you know, just being myself. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. the last couple of years you left here, we didn't know if you'd come back or yeah. not. Like, are you open to the idea again? Yeah, uh, like I said, anytime I'm able to play this game of football, wherever it is, I'm going to take that opportunity and run with it, uh, whether that's here or anywhere else. You know, those those decisions aren't up to me. Um, you know, that's my agent. That's, uh, you know, front office anywhere here in, in this building or anywhere else. So um, whatever that opportunity is and, you know, wherever I do have the opportunity to play football next year, I'm going to, you know, take that opportunity and run with it, you know, and uh, be the best player that I can be, whether that's here or anywhere else. Anthony, you've been around a lot of teams over your, over your life. What set this team apart, maybe beyond on the field? Yeah, um, off the field, you know. That's exactly how, how I describe it. Um, I thought we were a really close-knit group. Um, I don't know if you guys remember when I said this, but uh, when we went to L.A. and we came back after those two losses and I said um, we lost those two games, but we got closer as a team and it will be better for us moving forward. Um, and I remember somebody said, well, we want to win more than we want you guys to get close, right? <laughs> and we won and we got close. So, um, you know, like I said, that trip was really crucial for us, for our success this year. And also the, you know, the training camp, um, Greenbrier. Uh, yeah, I forgot the name for a second. Um, but that, that was a huge one as well. So um, very close-knit group, you know, and I think when you have that, you have that culture in the locker room, it makes it easy to play the game with each other. Um, you know, and you have that next man up mentality, but you believe in that person because they've been through the ground with you. And when you're close like that, you know the next person is prepared to play as well. How much of a culture change do you feel like there was this year on this team in general? And just how much of it is just that togetherness? Yeah, it's like a huge culture difference. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of vets come, you know, come in this year, um, especially in that D-line room, really kind of set the, set the stage for us. Um, and then, like you said, that closeness, that close-knit, um, bond that you create. Um, I, I think Greenbrier was probably the best thing, best thing to happen to us. It was nothing to do there. <laughs> um, so you're there with your teammates and you do everything together. So um, I think that was huge for us. And yeah, one of the, one of the more closer teams that I've been on. And um, you know that's a testament to AB and you know Kevin and them bringing in the right guys. And uh, you know you have the right guys in the locker room. You have a season. You know, obviously you minus the injuries that you want to have. Say that again. Not playing anybody in the Cincinnati game. I mean, you you're gonna say that now because uh, we lost, right? But if you we win yesterday and the guys are looks refreshed and everything, you know, you can't make that decision off of you know the result. Um, you know, I think Kevin did what was best for the team and AB the same thing. I think though they they. They knew what the guys needed, um, you know. And like I said, if we win that game, we're not even you're not even asking me that question. So, you know. And Jay, how do you? Jay was all over the place mm-hmm. yesterday. How was he growing this year? Especially yeah. in this scheme. Um, there you go, right there. <laughs> no, um, I think for him, um, just taking that next step of becoming a complete player um, on the field, off the field, um, a, a leader in this locker room. Um, and I say one thing that I I, I truly commend him on is learning how to handle hard better. Um, I stole that actually from someone, Carol Lawson, Duke, women's basketball coach. Um, but handling hard better um, for him was huge. 
um, earlier in the season, um, you know, there was a game where he didn't play well and he let it affect him the whole game. Um, and, you know, now you see him, he makes plays, or if he misses a play, he, he moves on to the next play really fast. Um, you know, and, and that's tough to do, you know, sometimes because you want to make every play. You want to be, you know, almost 100% always. And then, you know, as a young player, you understand that, you know, as long as you're going 100 miles an hour and you, you know, doing the best that you can, you're going to make plays. And he's a special player. He understands that. So, him taking that next step forward as a leader, as a, you know, impact player on his team. Um, I told, I texted him after the game yesterday. I said, if he's not the best linebacker in the NFL next year, that's his fault. You know, because he has everything that it takes. Anthony, you're going into another off season with some uncertainty about your future. Mm -hmm. what, 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 what is that going to be like? Uh, I do the same thing every offseason. Um, put the work in, you know. That's all I can do. Put the work in and wherever I end up, um, you know, just, you know, do the, do what I can as a teammate, um, as, a, as a leader, um, you know, and do what I can for the team. Um, so all I can do is handle the work that I put in, and whenever I, wherever I am, I show up and I be the best version of myself. I know you were very honest, like last year, about just wanting to play again yeah. in general after mm -hmm. the injury. So I guess how much of the different headspace are you in? Like I know you obviously had this surgery, but yeah. not having to deal with something of that magnitude. Yeah, I always have the same mindset as far as uh, it's a it's an opportunity, and it's always thankfulness to play the game. And um, as you get up in years, as I am, um, you know you understand how precious that is. You know, so always, like I said, the, just grateful to have the opportunity to play the game. Um, yeah, that's my headspace, and that's what it's always going to be. Um, and I just want to go out there and, you know, after having a full offseason of training and preparing my body and getting back into the Thank you. into the right spot mentally, physically, um, everything, uh, I'll be, you know, back to the player that I am. You guys were so close this year mm -hmm. um, as a team, which is it's not easy to do when you have so many different personalities. Um, can that be replicated and – you know, can that be something that just becomes inherent with, with this locker room going forward? Yeah, when you build a culture, um, you just want to make sure you bring guys in that fits that culture. Um, and I think that's one step. Um, I'll also say that it's, you know, we talk, I was, you know, talking to guys earlier and this, uh, it was a special season, right? And then you go through all the adversity and that's what makes it more special. And then it's damned yesterday because you lose. And all it is is because the specialness was supposed to keep going. You know, you think that, like, oh, it's supposed to keep going. Like, we have overcome so much. Why can't we just keep overcoming, right? And that's the way this game is. And we're just not the one, right? We're not the team that's the specialness continued for. We're one of the 31 who, you know, lost and not going to make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. So um, we never want to take that for granted. Like, we, I mean, as a team, we obviously we accomplished a lot. Defensively, you know, being the number one defense, you know, that's rare. You never, you know, I've never been a part of that before. So, um, you know, you never want to take away the, the good um, and you use the bad as the fuel, you know, um, for next year. How do you process a season where number one defense overcame so much adversity, all the injuries, yet it ends the way it ended yesterday? Yeah, like I said, just the it, all it is is the specialness just ended, right? Um, you, you take it for granted because you're in the process of it. You're winning games. You're... You're in the playoffs. The city's, you know, everybody behind you got you, got your, got your back and everything. And then you lose the game, but that doesn't change the what happened this season. It's like how special it was, but it just the light got dimmed earlier than everybody wanted it to. You know, it's a little early, but I mean, for you guys, the, the bonds that you guys built, mm -hmm. the camaraderie. 
entering this off season. I mean, how do you see that kind of carrying over into things that you'll do on your own and maybe with each other? Yeah, um, you know, when you have a close knit of guys, uh, it's kind of hard to not spend time together in the off season. So. I hear all these guys planning trips and stuff to, you know, go places. Um, you know, that's just like I said, just the special bonds that you build, and um, you know, you, you, you it carries over because um, it's it, it's it's true. You know, it's not oh, that's just my teammate or this is my brother that I've you know been going to war with and spent you know 10 days in Greenbrier where it was just me you and the wall right <laughs> so uh, you know you go through that and uh, you know you always keep those special relationships what do you remember such a leader we were such a leader and uh, captain on this team mm -hmm. players gravitated towards you how hard would it be if you know the chips fall where they may and you ended up leaving here how hard would it be to leave this locker uh, I mean, football is special, man. You know, you build so many bonds, and I always think, like, whatever team I'm on, I'm going to be there forever. I'm going to have those same set of friends every day. And it's almost like elementary school. You keep moving up grades, and you're like, ah, oh, I don't see that person anymore or whatever. But um, the special part about football is uh, it's an it's a opportunity. You know, you, you never take it for granted. Um, like, whether I'm here, whether I'm, you know, wherever I am, I want to be the best teammate. I want to be the best version of myself for that team. Um, It'll be hard, you know, to answer your question. It will be hard, um, but uh, it's part of the game. You know, we understand that. Uh, I talked to the younger guys earlier, and I was like, the, the locker room's going to look different, you know, and I've been a part of it. I've been a part of a coach organization where I was there for four years, and I've seen people in and out, and I've been here for three years, and I've seen the same thing, people in and out. So, um, you know, you never want to take the game and being able to play for granted um, wherever that is. Um, so, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see. What do you remember most from this season? Uh, 39, almost 39-year-old Joe Flacco. Um, <laughs> not for what you guys think of on the field, but the person that he was off the field um, and coming in and, you know, I could tell this story now the season's over, but um, we had a, a outing, a team outing in uh, L.A., and uh, he showed up, and uh, I think that was a huge point in our season where guys saw him and – you know, most quarterbacks, you know, you at that age and, you know, what he's done in his career, he could have easily been like, man, I'm tired, I'm going in and, you know, whatever. But, you know, we're one thirty, two o'clock and, you know, he's hanging with the guy. So I think that was really special. And you entered this team as a, as a vet, but how did mm -hmm. the city, you might be back, right, but how did the city grow you in the, in the time that you were here? Yeah, oh, um, man. Cleveland is a football town through and through, you know. Um, when you're playing good, you know, they got your back. And, you know, when things not going well, you know, you know. So uh, it's special, you know. You, you, I would never, you know, not. All right, now. You know, I heard that. <laughs> but um, you never, you never want to say, uh, you know, they kicked me when I was down or anything like that, or they're negative or anything. I think they're a very passionate fan base. Um, and that grows you as a player, right? And then off the field, um, I'm thankful. The city accepted me, um, you know, a lot of people in, in the town or whatever, uh, you know, really, really showed a lot of love. And I, I'm very grateful for that. You said what you said about Joe, and then I know you've been really supportive of Deshaun. Mm -hmm. Looking ahead, like, can they both come back next year? I mean, obviously Deshaun's coming back. Mm -hmm. but could they both be on this team together with Deshaun and Joe? And you think that would be a good combination? I am not the general manager <laughs> or the head coach, um, but I do, I do believe so. Okay. Um, you know, I think those two, they, they got along really well. 
uh, no matter what the media said. Not you guys, but <laughs> they did get along really well. Um, you know, they supported one another, and you know that they have that mutual respect for one another. So anytime you have that in any position group, um, I think that that will make that relationship go. Because there's so much turnover in the offseason and everything, mm-hmm. with what you guys have built defensively, uh, with just with Jim Schwartz, can that translate again next year, even if there are new faces on the defense? Yeah, um, I mean, I think all of our coaches do a great job of preparing, you know, the guys. So when you see, like, you know, a lot of young guys playing and stepping up, they're prepared. They're not, that's not just a overnight or they just step on the field and automatically something magically clicks. They put the work in, they put the time in, and the coaches do a good job. So I do believe that the development of whoever they bring in is going to be, you know, held to a standard. And, you know, and that, that's the main part. You know, there's a standard on this defense, and there's a standard with Jim Schwartz and all the other coaches. And um, if you don't uphold that standard, then you won't be out there. So I do think it, it will carry over. Finishing up the day at the podium, it was the head coach of your Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski. He gave us the recap of the season as a whole and what happened in Houston on Saturday. Okay, these days, as we know, are no fun. Just uh, meeting with the players, and uh, it's very abrupt when, when the season ends. And, you know, all our guys uh, really put in so much work. And to not be playing any more games, that, that's tough. That's hard for our guys and hard for us as coaches. So. You know, that's the immediate emotions and the first thing you think about when you wake up on a day like this. And then you also have to step back and, and you know, express gratitude because I am extremely grateful for this football team. Uh, you know, they work like crazy. Uh, they put, they did everything I asked them to do, uh, really going all the way back to April. Um, and they fought for each other. You know, I, I think those are a bunch of guys that care about each other. Um, and I think you saw that throughout this season and just the things that they went through and and kept coming back. Uh, So I'm really proud of this football team. Again, disappointed in how it ended, of course. Um, Disappointed when it ends, but I I don't want to lose sight of the accomplishments of of this football team, and and I give them a ton of credit for that. Uh, But with that, I'll take any questions. About kind of the the buy-in that you had this year, you know, everybody sort of pulling the rope, you know, in the same same direction, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. cliche you want to use. How difficult is that to replicate? You know, because it's not going to be the same group next year right. necessarily. How do you how do you try to replicate that? Yeah, I mean, every year is different. As, as you mentioned, Chris, I mean, the players are always different, and that's the, the, that's the NFL. Uh, it's never the same, ever. Uh, so uh, you treat each year differently. Uh, I would tell you the core of this football team, the guys that we know are coming back are – are guys that represent who we are, um, you know, that understand what they need to do uh, in, on a day-to-day basis to be great. So uh, we're excited about that. But bottom line is when you're talking about the locker room, it, it's the people. It is just the people in that locker room, and, and I feel strongly about the people. And we haven't um, spoken to Deshaun and rolling it forward a little bit. Um, are you confident he's going to be ready for the start of the season? Can you give us any update whatsoever on his rehab? Yeah, he's doing great in rehab. I'm, I'm confident he'll be ready to roll uh, this spring. Um, you know, he's uh, he's chomping at the bit, but he's he's doing everything he's supposed to do when it comes to uh, what the doctors are telling him and as he rehabs through this. But uh, he'll be ready to roll. This might seem obvious, but you're going to the off season with him as your starting quarterback. Correct. Uh, Kevin, uh, the injuries really just caught up to you yesterday. Yeah, we just didn't play well yesterday. We didn't coach well enough, Jeff. Uh, 
Um, I know you can point to injuries. I think every team could point to injuries, but uh, we just we didn't do the things you, you have to do to win on the road. Uh, pretty simple. What do you think the biggest issues defensively were in that first half? Uh, you know, like we talked about yesterday, I'd give them credit. They had some good schemes. Uh, they got us on some big plays. And for big plays to happen, it's typically, you know, a miscommunication or, you know, falling out of your gap or what it might be. So it's all little things that, as we know, they add up to the big thing. Yeah, I'd leave all those things up to, obviously, Andrew in this offseason. Um, I will say this about Joe. He, Joe was awesome for this football team. He did a great job, uh, battled like crazy. Um, I know he enjoyed it. We, you know, we uh, obviously wish yesterday's outcome was different. Uh, but, you know, I have a ton of respect for Joe and what he was able to do. Would you like to come back? I think Joe is going to work through everything this offseason, uh, as you can imagine. Um, but... Had a great meeting with Joe. Really, all these guys. Uh, you know, he's he's grateful for the opportunity, and and uh, he'll work through this offseason, see where it lands. Do you think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL still? You know, he's obviously, as you guys saw, I mean, he's talented. He won football games for us. Uh, we had multiple guys that have won football games for us. So I, I believe in all these guys. Yeah, you know, pretty raw not being 24 hours removed from yesterday. So I think the biggest thing for me, Daryl, is just these guys really uh, fought like crazy. Uh, they really did. And uh, it's the makeup of the football team that drives your success. And, you know, I give Andrew uh, credit for the guys that he brought into this locker room and the, the caliber of players that he brought in. But, you know, I just I'm a very appreciative of of all those guys. Do you feel, uh, Kevin, that all your coaches will be back? Yeah, I think it's, we're evaluating everything right now, Tony. The other thing, as you know, is some guys will get opportunities over the next couple of weeks. Uh, so we'll see how it all shakes out. Analyze at first blush, though, how do you account for the disparity on how well you guys played at home versus on the road? It's something to look at, obviously. Um, you know, you can easily say crowd noise and, and that type of thing, but uh, those are things that we'll look at. Uh, you know, didn't end how we wanted it to, but I also know we played really good defense for the majority of the season. With that disappointing ending to the season, how do you hope guys take that into the off season? And how do you hope they approach it knowing that it didn't end the way you wanted it to, but you've got next year? Yeah, I mean, it's hard, Cam, but you, you, you're always looking to take a little bit of – the previous year with you and, and use it as fuel. Um, you know, we're one of the 31 teams that isn't standing at the end, and, and that hurts. Um, so you always use that as motivation for the, the next year. Action that uh, you did the right thing by resting everybody in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's, you know, you just go with the information that's available to you and those decisions. I wouldn't, uh, you know, obviously didn't get the outcome we desired yesterday, uh, but really just trying to do what's best for the football team. Would you rethink that in the future, just given how well you got, how well you guys were playing going? Into yeah, that? I think it's always dependent on where you are. You know, in the future, where are you from a health standpoint? Those are the type of things you're always thinking about. You know, start and stop with him this year. Um, but do you think he had enough time in, you know, kind of the tweak system? And now you guys have been together for kind of two years that he'll be able to hit the ground running. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, four and one as a starter. 
uh, some really great moments. Uh, that second half versus Baltimore is is something that you know I don't know how many people on earth can do what he did with the injuries that he had uh, in that second half. So very excited uh, for him. Um, he's excited. I know he wants to get back healthy, and, and he's well on his way to doing that. really hard to create and something that hasn't been created here uh, in a long, long time. How do you replicate that and carry that forward so that continues? Because it just felt like that was so instrumental in your success. Yeah, we kind of you know talked a little bit earlier about that. It, it's hard because these teams are different year to year. I mean, every single team uh, has turnover. That's the NFL. Your core guys uh, that you know are leaders for this football team that, that we'll be counting on. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think, you know, I don't want to lose sight of how good we were on defense this season. Uh, historic. Uh, and, you know, I think Coach Schwartz and the defensive staff did an outstanding job uh, implementing the system in year one. Um, some really good moments uh, for us and, and some young players that we're excited about. Kevin, you guys gave up a third vote. We haven't had a differential like that in the NFL in 40 years. What do you make of it? Something you're going to have to give me some time. <laughs> you know, I think we got to pull that apart and look at it. I mean, uh, it is something that you have to get to the bottom of, uh, and we'll look at it. Joel Batonia, we saw him in there mm -hmm. with a boot on his right ankle. He, he said he was playing a high ankle sprain yeah. yesterday. He's, uh, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier uh, when you talk about guys fighting for each other. He did not have to go back in that game with a high ankle sprain, and most people couldn't. And most people wouldn't. And uh, he was not going to let his guys down. Um, he battled to the end. Um, he'll he, he'll rest up and heal up. And uh, but he's you know he, he's the quintessential you know teammate. That, that's that's what we're talking about when you talk about the Cleveland Browns guys that uh, will do anything and everything they can for their teammate. Did not have many games. You don't have a ton of film where Deshaun was the quarterback that you know that he can be. Uh, so how grateful are you that you do have that, that Baltimore second half that I think showed maybe showed everybody what he can do and what did he do that day that just makes you realize he can be the guy? Yeah, I think, you know, again, Mary Kay, I think it was you know, three games and then was out with the injury and then finally back and, and then again went out. So I, I, that was disappointing for Deshaun, and, and he was disappointing that he wasn't able to play uh, more than that. But uh, to, to lead his team, to play winning football, uh, you know, in those games and uh, to play the style that he played and, and the willing his team to victory there in that second half uh, and then just different moments throughout this season uh, making plays that, you know, are hard to coach. So uh, I'm excited about him getting healthy um, and we're excited about getting him back here. time Joe Flacco was here, you know, I heard a lot of people just say, you know, he's, you know, more your style. You like mm -hmm. to, to call plays better for a guy like that, pocket passer, play action, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, what say you about that notion? Yeah, I don't get caught up in style. I get, we concern ourselves with winning football. Um, and I think you saw multiple quarterbacks. And, and I just, I say that with PJ going in there and Dorian going in there. And, you know, it's our job as coaches to adjust to the players and, and the skill sets of the players and the playing style of the players. So that's what I think we have to do as coaches, uh, but we're concerned with winning. Kevin, I assume you never got 
the full end product of what you wanted Watson because he was in and out and in and out. Mm -hmm. So um, does the final product look anything like Flacco? One more time. <laughs> Your offense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're trying to figure out what it's going to look like when you and Watson have extended yeah. time to perform. Well, yeah, I guess I would go back to there was some really good moments this season. Um, you know, it's such a small sample size with Deshaun, and you had a weather game <laughs> in there. Um, so uh, I think we all know what he's capable of. Uh, we're excited about the future. Well, yeah, and, you know, I think our guys know that, and the NFL is set up uh, that way where you see new teams in, in the playoffs every single year. So, uh, you know, our goal is to win championships. That, that's every, all 32 clubs, you know, talk about that. Um, so when you get back, you start putting the work in to set yourself up for, for those type of things. But uh, we know uh, that all of that is earned uh, when you talk about playoffs and you talk about putting yourself in position to win championships. C.J. Stroud operating yesterday. Did the thought it, you didn't have time to think about this during the game? Mm -hmm. Maybe when you watched the film or something. Did you have an opportunity to think to yourself, "We got a guy like this over here on our sideline that that has that kind of arm talent, that has that kind of mobility, and can do these kind of things?" Yeah. Well, I'd say this, Mary Kay. I was, you know, that, that he's a very good player, very good young player. Uh, you know, I. I again, give them credit for what they were able to do, offense, defense, special teams. Um, you know, we feel really confident in our guys. We, we feel really confident in the roster that we have that Andrew's put together. Um, and Deshaun's a huge part of that. And this might be a little philosophical, but when they do leave, when guys have, who had an impact end up moving on, what do they leave with the team for the next year? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We, we, I was just talking to one of our players about a guy like Malcolm Smith. Uh, played a couple years for us uh, at linebacker and had a huge impact and maybe didn't show up on the stat sheet all the time, but he had a huge impact on that young linebacker room. So uh, there's always guys that you wish you could bring back, you know, everybody and, and guys are, there's different opportunities and those type of things. But uh, you do learn from a lot of veterans uh, that you bring into your program. Winning, winning the championship and that being the goal, I'm, I'm sure you know this already, but winning the division mm -hmm. and playing at home, uh, is that, I mean, was it reinforced this year? Yeah, you're right. And, you know, it's definitely something we talk about, Tony. Um, that That's on part of, when, when every team talks about winning the Super Bowl, you know, part of getting there is winning your division. So that's always going to be at the forefront uh, of, of our goals. Obviously didn't accomplish that goal th this season. Uh, but, yeah, that that's priority number one. A, a lot of coaches that have come through here are coming off through here, uh, especially since 99. Do you feel like that with your body of work, especially this season, that you're the guy that can get this franchise to where it wants to go going forward? Yeah, as you can imagine, I'm not going to really get into my role and all that, Jake, other than to say uh, we'll put in the work. Nice try. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. All your conversations with me, organization's medical team. 
how, what is the degree of confidence that you're, that you're getting from the medical team about Deshaun being able to come back? Because the, the fracture on the yeah. throwing shoulder sounds like a pretty serious thing. That <coughs> yeah, he's in, he's in great hands uh, with Dr. Elitrash out there in his rehab. He's doing great. He's on schedule, if not ahead of schedule, so very confident. Talk about him being ready in the spring. I mean, are they telling you that he's going to be? Good he's telling me that. <laughs> um, we'll we'll update you guys as we get closer to there. But he's feeling great. He, he's right on track. Um, so I, I know he's uh, he'll be ready probably sooner than than most, just because of how hard he works. Small sample size of an opportunity with him healthy and you guys working well together. How much do you feel like you can build on, you know, just what you saw him do with you calling it for him this year? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> again, just going back to each one of those games is so different uh, in that small sample size. But uh, Deshaun has shown here and throughout his career, he's a playmaker. Uh, he's he's made a ton of plays for us, um, and you know that's part of his game that we're so excited about. Uh, he put it on display. So getting him healthy, getting him back and and in the system and those type of things, he's excited about it. Need surgery on that pec. I'm sorry. Ovo, is he gonna need surgery? I don't know that. You know, sure is gonna have to have it. I don't have a medical update on. I don't. I, I don't know. You and Alex Bemfeld need to go back into the lab this spring with Watson like you did last year. I think every spring you have to do that. Uh, I really do, Tony, because the game is changing. Uh, the NFL continues to evolve uh, year to year. Uh, I say this all the time, but you put on tape from 10 years ago, it doesn't doesn't look the same. Uh, so you're always trying to stay ahead of the curve as much as you can. So yeah, I think all three sides of the ball, you got to go into the lab. A couple more. The arsenal of weapons a little bit around Deshaun to be even more explosive. Yeah, I think that's definitely, you know, Andrew's uh, desire to add as many good players as you can, um, uh, Mary Kay. But uh, I feel really, really good about the guys uh, on our roster. Uh, I was, you know, I, we, not to go through every guy, but really pleased with what these guys were able to accomplish. Uh, Amari, Dave, Elijah, I think all had career type years. Um, and, uh, and I'm proud of those guys. Seen Nick around yeah. a lot over the last, you know, several weeks. Uh, how is he progressing? What's the prognosis? Uh, I don't have I don't have an update other than to say he's doing great. He, he's progressing. He's doing everything he's supposed to do, if not more. Um, so we'll see how it goes. You're talking about guys who have opportunities. Cream um, Hunt talked today about potentially an opportunity, but you know, obviously this is home. Yeah. Um, did he have more left than you guys thought, considering he wasn't with you guys and he's leading you guys with touchdowns? Well. I'll say this about Kareem. Uh, I'm so appreciative of him and the way he played and the style with which he played. Um, you know, obviously, pre-injury to Nick, we didn't have a spot. Uh, but to Kareem's credit, he stayed in great shape. We brought him in, worked him out. He looked great. Picked up this, picked back up the system right away and played really good football for us and made plays in high leverage moments and, and scored touchdowns. And obviously yesterday, you know, having the ability to make a playoff in the goal line, make a play in the red zone. So he provided huge, huge value for us. And, uh, you know, uh, just he's a, he's a battler. Uh, love the way he, he runs, the, the style with which he runs. Uh, gave us a huge jolt that we needed. Yeah, 
weeks ago. You started off with 13 sacks and just, you know, couldn't be stopped. What happened, you know, the last six, seven games with just one sack? Yeah, I, I would caution you to judge too much of defensive football off of sacks. Uh, I think that can be really dangerous just to, to look at sacks. I think pressures are really the thing that you're you want to look at and affecting the quarterback. And, you know, with Miles, the other unique thing about him, as you guys know, uh, teams do everything in their power to make sure he doesn't make those disruptive plays. So he's getting a tight end. He's getting the, the line is sliding to him. They're running away from him, those type of things. But uh, if you just look at his impact, uh, and particularly when, if you want to use pressure rate, I think that's something you can look at. But uh, if you look at his impact overall, it, it was unbelievable basically played 11 games since 2020. Uh, we've seen him when he's come back off the big layoffs. It takes a little while for him to get going again. Now he's coming off the surgery to his throwing shoulder. So what gives you optimism that he's going to be able to hit the ground running in a conference where you have very little margin for error? There's so many good teams. Yeah, uh, I would just tell you, Deshaun's been in the system. He knows his teammates. Uh, he'll rehab like he does. He's attacking it already. Um, so I just have a ton of confidence in him just based on the work he's put in and what I've seen from him. That's all for today on From the Podium. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Also, be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, youtube.com slash Browns and the Cleveland Browns mobile app. That's where you're going to get all the latest news from your Cleveland Browns as we head into the offseason. I'm Jake Valencic, and thanks for listening to the Browns From the Podium podcast.